to rain oh it's throwing it down here it was raining all night and it's just continued raining this morning so i had a really nice cozy morning we got a switch so i've had a nice cozy morning playing octopath traveler oh nice i hear that's fun it's really good it's um the pixel art is beautiful um I really hate playing pixel art games on my computer. I don't know why. So it's nice having the Switch so that I can just like play all those games that people are like, oh, it's really good. And it's nice because then you can lay on the couch and not sit in your computer chair. Yeah. (laughs) I have spent as little time in my computer chair as physically possible this week. Uh, Except yesterday when I did the entirety of Lost Ember. Thank you for that for Christmas, by the way. Yeah, I played the whole thing yesterday. It's like a really cute game. Really, really good art. The music's great. Lovely story, would recommend. I got to be an elephant, <laughs> so. Yeah, I might start working through, the, I got the, you know, the, that big bundle for racial justice over the summer, oh, yeah. but I did start playing uh, Infamous Second Son yesterday and just played oh, it for I like seven hours. So <laughs> I love that game so much. It's, it's very fun, and I really like the gameplay, and I like the characters, However, the moral choice system is... It's bubba. <laughs> it's really bad. It's like, either um, you can be a good little boy and save the, you know, pedestrians, and then you get a little pat on the head and a lollipop, or you can murder everybody <laughs> and wear a leather jacket and do drugs. Although I am playing at the moment, I'm playing a lot of games all at once right now. This is something I used to do when I read a lot, is I would have like three books on the go. Mm-hmm. Um... But I am playing this game called Elix at the moment, uh, which is made by this small German publisher. It's huge. It's a massive game. It's this huge RPG. And it has a choice system. But in comparison to the infamous, you're either a very good boy or a very bad boy, some of the choices you think, well, this is a good choice. And then it's like, no, you're an evil person. Why did you do this? It's like, whoa, okay. <laughs> There's like four separate choices. So I've done a lot of things where I'm like, yeah, this will mean that I these people will like me and it's ended up just horrible. <laughs> Actually, no, everybody hates you. Actually, now. no, you're a garbage boy. <laughs> so yeah, I kind of understand why in a game like Infamous, it's very black and white because oh, yeah. it's already a big, sprawly story game. So I guess like, and, and it was one of the first AAA games for the PS4. So I think they just wanted to make it as good as they could make it without, you know, really bloating it. Um, it's a great game, though. I do love I that do game. I enjoy it. All the characters are good. I like the main character a lot. Uh, Matt walked in while I was playing it, and he's like, is that voiced by Nolan North? And I'm like, nope, Troy, you missed it. <laughs> you had a 50-50% chance, <laughs> and you failed. Or it's Matt Mercer. It's always Matt, Matt Mercer. Matt Mercer, I did spot him in the game. He's the informant, so yes. I was like, that sounds like Matt Mercer. <laughs> Everybody sounds like Matt Mercer. Laura Bailey's in it. Like, it's just got all the big hits. It has all the, all the <laughs> cool guys in it. So, yeah. All right. Well, welcome to Are You Serious? A Journey Through Bad Reddit Relationships. I am Morgan. I'm Esme. This is episode 38. Glad you knew because I completely forgot. It's been... <laughs> I mean, I made a guess. <laughs> it's been a minute since we recorded. <laughs> it's been a couple of seconds. I know like we're kind of yeah. off time with the podcast right now, but it has just been Christmas and <laughs> days have no meaning. Yeah. I so... mean it's 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 uh that nebula not only is it quarantine, but it's the time in between Christmas and New Year's, which doesn't exist anyway. So it's like it's double we're double like suspended in time not existing. <laughs> and and because it was rainy today, I when my husband normally gets up super early, I stayed in bed for a couple of extra hours. And when I woke up, it was eight o'clock. I was like, oh, Jesus, <laughs> that's not the time I thought it was going to be. Yeah, I went to bed early and woke up at eight. So I'm well rested. <laughs> oh, yeah, I had a big sleep and I feel great. All right. Well, this first one is just, I, this must be from a long time ago, an old story, because it involves a restaurant. Oh, yeah. I haven't even thought about the word restaurant for (laughs) nine months, so... So we don't have any ages, and this is an Am I the Asshole post. Am I the asshole for hiding from my wife the reason why our son got kicked out of a restaurant? I mean, did he grab a waitress? (laughs) You're on the right track! (laughs) Like, yeah, I mean, this is another one where it, it, it entirely depends. 
on what it is your son did that was so heinous that got him thrown out of a restaurant. You have to do a lot to get thrown out of a restaurant. Yeah, and it doesn't say how old they are, which is very strange. Because I'm imagining he's like 16 to 18 in that range. Yeah. Our son told me the truth, but did not tell her because he was afraid of his mom's reaction. Ordinarily, I would have told my wife, but the situation ultimately was a misunderstanding and something I was able to quickly resolve with the restaurant owner. He and his friends had gone out to eat at this place, and apparently my son decided to make a joke and hit on the waitress. Others said things too, but this was the one that upset her and resulted in her telling the owner. It wasn't a bad joke or what I'd consider sexist, but it was in poor taste. Oh my god. When she told the owner, he got upset and asked the boys to leave. Good for you. Not all owners or restaurant managers will do that. And it is like... I mean, we've talked about service industry jobs previously on the podcast, uh, including the (laughs) can I take your picture? No incident. And it is really scary as well for the person who is on the receiving Mm -hmm. end of that to tell somebody. Like, so good on the waitress for sticking up for herself and telling her boss, A+. But also good on the restaurant manager for taking it seriously and, you know, just shutting that shit down. Yeah, absolutely. And making sure that his staff feels safe. That's not uh, something even most restaurant managers would do, I feel like. They were all embarrassed and told us that they left because they weren't feeling well instead of the real reason, at least at first. My son told me what really happened, and one of his friends ended up also telling his mom the truth after she questioned his story. By the time he confessed, I'd already talked with my son and the owner of the restaurant and worked things out. My son and the rest of the boys aren't banned from the restaurant, and everything is fine now. Good, so he hasn't seen any consequences for his actions. Yeah, Super. I mean, that's that's an ultimate dick move on the dad's part. Like, yeah. oh, just boys will be boys, I guess. Please don't ban my son from this restaurant. Like, fuck you, my dude. I saw no need to involve my wife in this because she would have just escalated it when our son was <gasps> already embarrassed and had learned his lesson. There wasn't anything else to say or do. No, he hasn't learned any lesson. No, there's definitely something else to say. Oh, Jesus. This man is a trash man. <laughs> Let's just not tell your mother. Let's have this as a boy's secret. So it's fine to sexually harass somebody as long as your mom doesn't know about it. Gotcha. Good. My wife disagrees and thinks that I am the asshole for hiding the truth from her and for enabling our Mm -hmm. son's sexism, as she puts Mm -hmm. it. (laughs) God. As she puts it. God, these women... What's wrong with them? They can't take a joke. She doesn't think I've actually done anything except to teach him that he can say and do whatever he wants without consequences. Correct. Mm -hmm. Correct. Absolutely. This is because I didn't punish him and convince the restaurant owner to, quote, look the other way. Oh, God. In this case, I didn't feel that more needed to be said or done because of what he said wasn't that bad, and he seemed sorry. (laughs) Now that the other parents know what happened, everyone is split. Most of the dads agree with me and have similar views. While the moms are taking the same view as my wife. So, am yeah, I the asshole? Yeah, and all your friends are assholes too. Like, <sighs> I I can't, this is just one of those where it's like, yeah, no shit. All the men agree with you. Maybe yeah, of course if this they is an do. issue, a women's issue, you should listen to the women. Right. Hot take. They're not going to think that anything that, I want to know what the kids said. Okay, I have it. Okay. And it's not great. Okay. Um, Since some are asking for the joke, the waitress they had was Indian. So my son said that he no longer felt like he was in the mood for Italian and wanted that instead. He then asked her if she could help him with that. Gross. So racist and sexist. God. Oh my god. That's... Just, I can't even express how utterly gross that is. And, And just like how bad it is. Like, this is contrasting with the the one from a few episodes ago where the son said something racist when the Chinese driver, delivery driver, could hear him. Mm. And they made him, like, go and read a letter. Like, that was consequences. This is no consequences. And he said it to her face. Tried to engage her in a conversation about this. This is essentially propositioning her and she just wants to fucking do her job. Hey, guys, here's a pro tip. Waitresses and bar staff are not flirting with you because they like you. They're flirting with you because they get tips. So don't even... Oh, it's so gross. They have to smile at you because they don't have a choice. Like, service work is drudgery and you can't even imagine the amount of 
times they've heard this crap. Like, you're not the first person to hit on them today, yeah. this week, this hour. Just leave them alone. For fuck's sake. If someone is on the clock, they are not flirting with you. They're not your friend. They're not, you know, attempting to join your stag party or whatever. Like, they are doing their job. Like, would you hit on somebody who was, you know, trying to sell you a car? Or, like, I feel like uh, this is, again, that situation where because you're out having a good time, you assume that everybody else is out having a good time, including the people who work in the place. The answer is no, they're not. They're trying to pay their bills. Leave them alone. And I feel like it's also clear that he said this in front of his friends. Yeah, and they were all doing teenage giggling about it. <laughs> and he needs to get new friends. Or they need to get new, like, like this is a bad group. This they is a terrible group. But also, where has he learned to say things like this to women Probably from, from his dad? And that's why he doesn't want to bring it up with his wife. It wasn't a bad joke or what I'd consider It's incredibly sexist. sexist. He wouldn't say it to a man. If their, if their server had been no. a dude, it wouldn't have even been a problem. So, I hate this. This makes me so mad. I, I really can't stand how... Some people feel like they can treat others when they think that nobody's looking. Mm-hmm. It's the same old idea of, well, it's just a server, no one's going to give a shit. It kind of reminds me of this comic that's like like a couple construction workers catcalling a woman on the street, and one of them turns to the other and is like, I don't know why she's all upset. I would love it if someone called me a bitch. Like... <laughs> Like how they're like, oh yeah, I would be complimented. And it's like, yeah, but you don't have to deal with it literally every oh, second. I of just, every day. I have hor- I, I hate when people yell from cars. Ugh, when yeah. I, um, when I used to live with my parents, my hometown, my hometown is a big horse racing town. Um, so throughout pretty much all of the spring and all of the summer, people are getting the train in to come and watch the horse races, get drunk all day and whatever. And at that time, when I worked at the bar, I used to walk backwards and forwards to work because I couldn't drive, whatever. It was a daily occurrence, somebody leaning out of a car and yelling something at me. And my response that I started doing was just flipping them off. (laughs) Not even looking at them, just flipping them off in their general direction. And I was walking with one of my friends once and they were like, why'd you do that? I'm like, why do you think I do that? Like, (laughs) they can't, they can't feel like it's okay to yell at me. I'm not going to give them the satisfaction of looking at them because that's what they want. I'm not even going to turn my head. I'm just going to flip them off. Because that. what other... I've tried ignoring them. Ignoring them doesn't work. Yelling at them is not going to work. So I'm just going to flip them off and keep walking. Keep doing my thing. Because it is fucking scary as shit when four guys are leaning out of a car shouting, Hey, love, you look like a bit of all right. And they're all wasted. Yeah. It's terrifying. And, you know, after a eight-hour shift at the pub... Yeah, no, I'm not... <laughs> over it yeah totally you're no longer being paid to put up with that shit no (laughs) not that you should have to um and i was i was really lucky because i had a manager who really gave a shit about the way that we were treated and how people spoke to us so if if he was around and he heard that shit he would shut it down but like walking home on your own it's a three mile walk yeah pretty rough um just don't do it it's just it takes nothing to stop and think hey she's not gonna like this for this 20 seconds of gratification I'm going to get. It's not yeah, even worth like, it. don't talk to women you don't know. <laughs> like you know them. In general. Just just don't talk to women. Like if, you, if you can't be nice to women, just don't talk like, to them. Unless they're in a social setting like a party. Not that we're having many of those. But, you know, where people are meeting people. Just don't I talk just to don't them. I just don't think you should make any kind of joke like that. Unless you know that that person is going to respond in a positive way. Right? Everybody has that friend who is a bit risque and they make a bunch of jokes. And if you know them, it's okay. But if, you know, if that friend goes to a restaurant and says something awful to a waitress, I'm going to say, dude, cut that shit yeah. out. Because they're not your friend. They don't know whether you mean it or not. It's not a joke to them. Yeah. And I would even <sighs> say, like, just you should, all, no matter who you're around, you should be conscious of it because sometimes people laugh even though they don't find it funny because they either want to, like, diffuse the situation or they just don't feel like bringing it up. But, like, people like that can be just exhausting to be what around. What is that waitress going to say in that situation? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. Meet me in the back in five minutes. <laughs> like, you disgusting, randy 16-year-old. 
just terrible. First off, he assumed her ethnicity, which is yeah. I I was gonna say that. I bet she's not even Indian. She's probably all kinds of gross. Pakistani, or she she could be Arab. Like, oh god. And just the the dad is a big part of this problem. And even like just at every turn, the way he's wording it, he is playing it down. Like when she told the owner, he got upset. And whenever someone mentions someone else getting upset, it's like, they got upset and therefore their feelings are not valid. Like, they they just, in the heat of the moment, and it didn't matter because, you know, they were upset instead of being rational. It it, it takes all the onus off what the kid said. It's like, oh, these people and their emotions. Right. They were upset. Like, it's something they decided to be rather than, you know basic human fucking decency (laughs) yeah god fuck this guy yes he's the asshole yes he got labeled the asshole i'm thinking now about that poor woman who has to go back to work thinking that this kid might show up again. yeah true i feel like god yeah they should have just banned like you don't have a right to go to a restaurant like if you act like shit then you don't get to go to that place yeah it's a business like you wouldn't let somebody come back into a swimming pool if they'd shat in the pool, <laughs> yeah. right? It's the same concept. Just because it's a place where you hang out and go to eat or whatever doesn't mean you have a right to be there. All right, so... Just a <laughs> bunch of one. bad guys in that one. Just all bad men. Well, here's a little bit of a palate cleanser because it's about food. Yay! <laughs> it's been a while. Yeah. Uh, we got a, a couple of greatest hits on this one. Beans? Food and then birds later. Oh, good. Stay tuned okay. for birds. <laughs> this is an Am I the Asshole post. OP is 22 and her boyfriend is 33. Uh, does which... not pass the sniff test. <laughs> uh, let's see. 33 divided by 2 is 16 and a half. Plus 7. 23 and a half. Okay, no. so. No. Okay. And I mentioned this a few episodes ago. I can't remember when. Um, Am I the asshole for eating too many cucumbers? <laughs> Cucumbers are great. I fucking love I know cucumbers. this reading this post made me want some cucumbers with some ranch, which I know you don't like ranch, but <laughs> I just like chomping them by themselves. Like there's nothing nicer than a good mm-mm cucumber crunch. I, I like to make some cucumber salads. Oh yeah, cucumber um with tomato, red pepper, cumin, and lemon mm-hmm. juice. Mm-mm-mm. Oh my god, it's a pie in your <laughs> I mouth. There's some raw garlic in there. Oh, yeah. Anyway, this is possibly the most bizarre Am I the Asshole post I have ever written, but I'm honestly so confused. I feel like I can't possibly be the asshole, but then sometimes people are too blind to see their own flaws, so maybe I really am. For as long as I can remember, I've had this quirk, I guess you could call it, that I never snack on anything other than a cucumber. I shouldn't say never, technically, since socially I'll get ice cream or eat a few chips at a party. I'm not a picky eater by any means, but my snack of choice has always been cucumbers. Solid. I eat pretty healthily anyway, so a lot of fruit and veggies are a part of my diet. Since veggies are lower in calories, I have to eat a lot of them to get enough. So I'll usually have some sliced cucumber in my purse that I munch on throughout the day. And I'll always have a cucumber in my car that I just eat whole when I'm driving. Like an ice cream cone. (laughs) Can you fucking imagine driving behind this woman? Or like pulling up next to her at a traffic light and she's just munch, munch, munch. (laughs) Big cucumber energy. I go through several cucumbers daily. Although it's not healthy, I've also had days where I feel really depressed and overwhelmed and have just binge eaten nothing but cucumber. I think I've perhaps eaten 35 of them on very extreme days. What? I mean... It can't be that unhealthy because cucumbers are mostly water. Yeah, fiber. So it's just good fiber that you're putting in your body. 35 cucumbers, Jesus Christ. Recently, this quirk has begun to drive my boyfriend of six months insane. His words, not mine. He says it's highly inappropriate to carry them everywhere with me. We spent last weekend at his parents' lake house and I provided my own cucumber to snack on. One night before bed, I was in my room, gnawing on a cucumber like a savage when his mother walked in. What? Under normal circumstances, I never would eat that around others. I'd slice it up. She was puzzled, but chuckled and said, My, you do like cucumber. My boyfriend (laughs) later told me that I humiliated him with my childish and immature eating habits. I told him that his mom caught me eating in a low moment. He was being ridiculous, since he eats a bag of chips every day and I don't bat an eye. He told me that chips were a normal snack and whole cucumbers were deranged. 
He told me that I needed to stop eating cucumbers and that my behavior was becoming a deal breaker for him. I feel really bothered, but I think cucumbers are a weird hill to die on and I don't want to lose my relationship. So am I the asshole? Absolutely not. (laughs) What on earth? Cucumbers are deranged? (laughs) Like, what a weird, it's a strange hill to climb up. Let alone die on it. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. plant your flag and go, yep, this is something I really give a shit about. Whether or not my girlfriend eats whole cucumbers. It's not like that that one where she was like, I do eat weird snacks and they're kind of stinky. Yeah, and weird combos of things that maybe you could be grossed out by looking at. Also, like, this is pretty healthy. There are way worse things that your girlfriend could binge eat or drink or smoke or whatever like a bag of chips a day i'm hoping it's a snack bag but i doubt it the way that it is being framed bag of chips that's that's a lot yeah i had a packet of crisps on christmas day and it was like the first packet of crisps i had for ages it's like "Mm, mm, mm, very good i can't actually remember the last time i ate crisps except for that bag that i ate on christmas day i'll just have like a little bowl like you know pour some in there like one serving size but like I mean, we as teachers of teenagers know that people will eat a whole bag of chips a day. Oh, <laughs> like a God, big bag. the Takis thing? God. God damn. I can't believe their stomach lining hasn't dissolved already. God, it stains everything. But I do know that if I start eating something crunchy, I have a thing about crunchy flavored foods. I, crunchy flavored, cr- crunchy textured mm-hmm. foods. I have a big food texture thing. And... If I start eating something crunchy, I cannot stop eating it. So if you put a bowl of chips in front of me at a party, you can mm-hmm. guarantee I'm not moving from that bowl until that bowl is <laughs> devoid of crunchy snacks. It's why we can't have things like crisps or crackers or anything like that in the house. Because I will that's I will graze on it all day. The trick I've heard, well, like, I I don't eat directly from the bag. I will pour, That's why I pour a bowl, a small bowl, and then put the bag away. Because I know that I will do that exact same thing. And then another trick I've heard is as you are eating the chips, you drink like a big glass of water. And that will like trick your stomach into thinking that you're fuller than you are on the chips since they're not very filling. Even if I pour them into a bowl, I'll just go back to the bag and pour out another bowl. At least you're burning calories and then walking back to the kitchen. (laughs) It's like, "Mm, yeah, that was a good bowl. Let's have more. This is good, enjoyable snack. And then have more. I have I've been known to eat an entire bag of cream crackers just sitting on my couch by myself with nothing on them. I I get it. (laughs) Just I used to do that when I was like, oh my god. So when I used to write essays for school, I would do it all in four hours and I would buy a two liter bottle of lemonade and then two bags of cream crackers and I would not move from my spot until the lemonade was consumed and the crackers were gone. <laughs> type a type a type I I'm, a, I'm like a sauce person, so I'll put like your, you know, some brie on there be fancy oh, yeah. salsa chips and salsa oh, putting putting cheese on my crackers is just <laughs> an time wasting when i could <laughs> yeah i could just have my mouth full of crackers which i enjoy and i like i love cheese but like yeah i will go so i and matt is like why would you do that why would you like waste time i will go like an extra step to make my eating experience more enjoyable like if i have brownies i will just pop those babies mm. in the microwave for 15 seconds before I eat it and it's freaking delicious. Oh, what a yeah. waste of time. <laughs> That's what he says. <laughs> He's like, why would I want time. to do that? I could be eating brownies for that 15 seconds. Exactly. No, I agree with him. Um, okay, so she's got an edit to clarify. I'd just like to add that my boyfriend has never expressed any issue with my cucumber habits before now. The incident in question was because around 8pm I was getting really hungry and I don't know his family super well, so I didn't want to go rummaging or ask for a snack, and I didn't want to bother them by asking for a cutting board or something to cut up my cucumber because of, well, mild social anxiety. So I shut myself in the guest room and I figured I'd just snack on a cucumber real quick. I usually don't go hide and eat cucumbers, haha. But then his mom walked in looking for my boyfriend, presumably, and was a little surprised but seemed amused and not upset or anything. I honestly didn't think it would turn into such a big yeah, deal. Yeah, it's not him. a big deal. Like, I get that. Oh, man. I still feel like I've been married to my husband for like four years and I still feel like I can't grab a drink in his parents' house. Like, I just hate asking them yeah. for anything. So I'll that. I'll just sit until someone offers me and then I'll be like, oh, yeah, sure. I have been sitting here for a little while (laughs) thinking about a drink and not getting a drink. That would be very nice. Thank you. They're always like, just make yourself at home, grab whatever you want. But then I feel like I'm just taking taking stuff off of them. 
I feel bad about that. You gotta work yourself up by just going and getting water. <laughs> yeah, I've started just like making myself a cup of tea as soon as I get in, because tea is inexpensive and unobtrusive. I'll just boil that kettle, make a tea. It's nice. Drink my tea. And then if they offer me something else after I've finished my tea, I don't feel bad. But yeah. I think also because when I was a kid, we never had like soda or anything in the house. I always just equate that with something quite fancy. So when his parents are like, yeah, when his parents are like, oh, grab a Pepsi from the fridge. I'm like, "Mm, am I really allowed to take this Pepsi? It's Tuesday. It's not a special occasion. So Um, She also reveals uh, elsewhere that she has essentially a cucumber dealer. (laughs) She does uh, buy from the grocery store, you know, especially when in in the winter. But um, she has a cucumber dealer and someone is like, where does one get a cucumber dealer? And she says, well, one would have parents live next door to an elderly gentleman who loves gardening, knows you love cucumbers, doesn't much like cucumbers himself, but is rather fond of you, having watched you grow up and eat cucumbers straight out of the garden as a small child and bam 19 years later you've still got yourself a dealer (laughs) (laughs) oh my god i want i want this as like a comic (laughs) yeah like a slice of life anime yeah you want a cucumber i got a cucumber and he just opens this case (laughs) (laughs) shit tons of cucumbers oh my god i do i get it like cucumbers are nice and I, I get how it would kind of look weird sitting on your own in the guest room. <laughs> <laughs> like, chowing down on this. I imagine her just, like, golem hunched over on the ground with a blanket <laughs> over her, gnawing on cucumbers. <laughs> My and it seems like it, their parents are normal. Like, the mom was like, oh, ha, huh, that's all right. Uh, funny, okay. And got over it. And the um, boyfriend is just like... I don't like this. You embarrassed me. Like, what do you mean you embarrassed me? What the heck? I don't like how some of these stories where we read, as soon as somebody has an interesting quirk, the partner gets up in arms when someone else finds out about it. It's like they have to pretend to be somebody else when they meet their parents or their friends or whatever. And that's dumb. Like, if you love somebody, you love all the person, including the fact that they just chow down on raw cucumbers whenever they feel anxious and you would also feel comfortable asking the boy like the boyfriend should be attending to her needs at his parents house a little bit more especially if that's like the first or second time they've met and she should feel comfortable asking him hey can i have a cutting board and a knife so i can slice this cucumber and have a snack yeah i guess (sighs) i don't really know what to do about the situation obviously she shouldn't have to change her snacking habits for her boyfriend, and he should not be so weirdly upset about it. It's just a cucumber. Like, it's not dangerous, or it's not harming anybody. It's not stinky. It's not, like, something you shouldn't be eating. It's not healthy, even. Right. It's not hugely high-maintenance snack. What concerns me is that this is six months of dating, and yeah. I think perhaps he's starting to show some true colors in that he is going to be controlling. Yeah, if that's the first thing that he's going to say he has a problem with, what's going to be the next yeah. thing? Like, he reminds me of the dress guy from a couple weeks ago. Poor so yeah, struggle. girl, date your own age someone who's going to be more supportive of your silly quirk. And also, like, yeah. if she has some... I, and again, everybody has some depression days, you know, or feeling overwhelmed. Yeah. But if she also has some mental health issues, this guy doesn't strike me as someone who's going to be helpful and supportive no. of that. It's time to bounce. Yep. Shouldn't be dating 33-year-old dudes anyway. Yeah, Get rid. Dump him. Dump him mm-hmm. and move on. All right. So this is an Am I the Butt Face post. Oh, butt um, face. And this is a couple, like, this was a few years ago that they're telling this story. This is from two months ago, but... uh OP says, we were all 24 when this happened. Okay. Am I the butt face for not telling my roommate that my boyfriend was paying part of my rent when my whole family was living with us for free? Run that by me (laughs) one more time. Am I the butt face for not telling my roommate that my boyfriend was paying part of my rent when my whole family was living with us for free? So the whole family is living in this place, not paying any money. But the boyfriend is paying part of the rent? Well, it, it, it gets a little more clarified. Okay, because <laughs> that's a wild situation. <laughs> we were all 24 when this happened. My roommate and I have been friends since high school. I got into law school in a new city and Kara, in quotation marks, wanted to move to that city. 
because her boyfriend got into grad school there, so we decided to move together. We signed a lease on a house for a year, January 1st to December 31st. Because I got the bigger room, I paid $850 in rent, while Kara paid $700. Money was pretty tight, since I was a law student and Kara was working a job barely above minimum wage, but we made do. Eventually, my mom lost her house because she was fired and unable to get a new job. We asked Kara if she could move in with us, even though she wasn't able to pay rent. Kara said yes, as long as my older brother, 27, didn't move with her. He's a recovering addict and has been known to steal, and is the reason why my mom got fired, so we agreed. <laughs> okay. Break out your uh, Marie Kondo, I love mess. <sighs> Things were going great with that arrangement, as my mom did a lot of cooking and most of the cleaning, but unfortunately, my brother got kicked out of the friend's house he was staying in. Kara agreed to let him stay in the detached garage because he had nowhere else to go, where we set up a little living space for him, but he came in for meals and to use the bathroom. Obviously, he couldn't pay rent either, but he was barely in the house anyway. Then, my boyfriend, who had been long distance, also came to live with us. Jesus, <laughs> I, stop. I okayed it with Kara and he agreed to take over payment for utilities. Kara paid gas and electric while we split the water, so this would mostly be to her benefit. However, he didn't actually wind up paying. Kara didn't take her name off of the account, she just gave him the login info, so she wound up with an approximately $400 bill when we moved out, which I think makes oh, him the asshole, Jesus. not me. This is where I may be the asshole. <laughs> Oh, this is a horrible situation. I'm just not happy with this at all. <laughs> this is where I may be the asshole. I didn't think my boyfriend would be able to contribute to rent, but once he moved, he got more financial aid than expected and was able to pay me $250 per month. I figured that since Kara already agreed to the utility payment, she didn't need to know about the rent situation. Also, she was paying less rent in general than I was already. And he was staying in my room, so anything he pays should come out of my rent. I feel bad because I have my whole family living there without paying rent. My mom, mom's dog, brother, boyfriend, and even my sister stayed with us over the summer when she was out of school. Kara also had to get food for us from a food pantry a couple of times because we couldn't afford groceries. Uh. We shared food often, but not all the time. When Kara found out about the rent thing, she didn't seem mad at the time, but after that, she said it would be best if she moved in with her boyfriend after the lease ended. Once we moved apart, she ghosted me. I tried to reach out to her and she never responded. Why I think I may not be the asshole. Bullet point list. The house was furnished almost completely with things from my mom's house that we let Kara have after she moved out. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. You can't pay rent with a couch. Right? Like, uh, <sighs> I hate this. Her boyfriend, who I don't really get along with, stayed with us every weekend, Friday to Sunday, and he didn't contribute towards the household. Who gives a fuck? My He's not living there. My boyfriend was supposed to be paying utilities, and I didn't find out he wasn't paying until after the fact. We are now broken up because he had some PTSD issues that affected our relationship, so I don't really have the power to make him pay her back. Also, Kara didn't have to do any cleaning since my mom did it all, as well as a lot of the cooking. The end. This is the most horrible, awful situation. I feel so sorry for Kara. <laughs> Jesus. That's just, that's unlivable. I'd have moved right out. I'd have broken the lease. I'd have been like, see you fucking later. If you want to live here, you pay the bills. I'm not dealing with this. Yeah. And like the year lease, it's... It's, yeah, they're, they're stuck. She there. was likely yeah. trapped there. Yeah. It's, how selfish. I, I'm, I don't blame the boyfriend for not paying the utilities, though, because everybody else was living there for free. Right? Well, he was paying 250 so maybe he didn't Maybe even... he thought that was going towards the utilities. Maybe he thought that she was giving that to Kara and being like, hey, here's the utility Possibly, money. yeah. That whole situation. Like, I feel anxious thinking about that. Yeah, and just a two-bedroom... A two-bedroom house with a detached garage, and then you have- the brother's in the garage. Mom, wherever she's sleeping, on the couch, I guess. Mom and dog on the couch. And, like, also imagine that that summer, too. So it's, like, just Kara by herself with roommate, mom, dog, boyfriend, brother, and sister. Like, I'm not the asshole, because her boyfriend stayed for the weekend. Nobody cares! Like- you're a big grown-up. If you didn't put in the roommate agreement that people can't stay overnight, then it's nothing you can complain about. So, you know. Yeah, and it's just such a small, like, what, a boyfriend staying over the weekend, probably to keep her sane, because... Yeah, why shouldn't she be allowed to have somebody over when you have your entire family living in this two-bedroom apartment? So yeah. selfish. Like, I can't even get my head around how that would work... And she's at law school. So 
she's likely not even in the house for vast stretches mm-hmm. of time. Oh, God, this is awful. Yeah, it says in the comments that she worked at the university, like, library. And so she was gone a lot of the time. But to basically, like, make ends meet. She was working a lot to to help, but also didn't give Kara any of that. <laughs> like, God. I, I, I can't blame Kara for anything in this situation. Except for not putting her foot down sooner. Like... Where does OP get off just inviting people to come and stay in her house for nothing? Yeah, she justifies it by saying, like, all these people had nowhere else to go, and also I okayed it with Kara every time, but, like, that's not, at a certain point, it's not your responsibility anymore. Can you imagine, like, someone coming to you and saying, hey, my mom has lost her house because my brother, who's a druggie, fucking got her fired. You can't say, no, she can't stay here for a little bit. Like, realistically, to somebody's face, you can't say that. How much of a dick would you look? And, like, I I understand the mom a little bit, because also, like, she was at least contributing to the household and trying to get another job. If that was the case, if somebody that you are not related to is staying in your house for free, they need to be doing everything. You should not have to lift a finger. Right. Like, they should be waking up early and making you breakfast. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it it does depend on the situation, but yeah, if it's it's the same where when I was um, a kid, my mom said to me, right, when you are old enough to get a job, you're either going to have a job or you're going to be in uni. And if you're in uni, you're not paying rent if you're staying yeah. here because you're bettering yourself and, you know, it's expensive enough. If you're working, you have to pay rent. That's exactly what my parents said. Right. <laughs> so while I wasn't, you know working i was doing things around the house i was you know putting in my my hours like making my own dinner helping with the laundry like you know whatever else needed to be done but you know i wasn't sitting around doing nothing just (sighs) the one that really grinds my gears is when she let the brother move in Yeah, after it was like oh yeah no he's not gonna move in it's fine he's staying with a friend and then well actually he does need to move. well now he's here and you know he was like Oh yeah, I'll just stay in the garage and I'll come in the house. And then, you know, after three weeks is just hanging yeah. out on the couch all the and time. And I do, you know, I, I have a, a certain degree of sympathy for addicts. But when your addiction is directly impacting the lives of your family and people around you, yeah, nah, that's not a second chance situation. You're not staying in my house. Like, if he's stealing from his mother... Yeah, he used the company credit card to buy some stuff. And that's why she got fired. <laughs> yeah, that's bad. <laughs> I would not have that's him in why my she house. Get another job, or at least that's what right. she said. She claimed that she could not get another job. No, I, I would. Yeah, if you're trying to get a job and they're like, "So why were you fired from your last job?" and that's the only person you have as a reference, yeah, they're gonna tell right. the truth, and then people are gonna be like, mm, "No, don't want that." Yeah. And then not even trying to get like it was a well-paying job, but she didn't even try to get another job, like work at Starbucks. Work at McDonald's. I don't care. I don't know if you picked up on this yet, but I am Kara. (laughs) Yeah. I said I would tell this roommate situation around episode 20. This was my last roommate situation. (laughs) Jesus. And also the mom was like a freaking narcissist. And when people weren't paying attention to her, she would throw a freaking fit so that people would pay attention to her. (laughs) It was good times. So yeah, I had to pay 400 bucks in utilities afterwards. And also she, we weren't supposed to be splitting water. She was like, yeah, we were, we agreed to split water the whole time. No, you were supposed to pay water. But then you pretended like we'd been splitting it the whole time. So anyway. Bullshit. <laughs> yeah, it was great. It was a good year. Yeah, I bet. I bet it was good fun. <laughs> also, I got my like hours reduced at work. So just stuck great. there sitting around like, oh, fuck. Good times. Damn. Yeah, shout out to our food pantry. Great subreddit. They will send you stuff like food from your Amazon wish list if you Hell need yeah. it. Hell yeah. But yeah, this is uh this is what makes me grateful that I don't have roommates anymore. Man, I'm so glad that when I moved out of my mom's house, I didn't have any oh, roommates. Yeah. Like, yeah, everybody was saying well, you could just, it would be cheaper if you moved in with other people. And I was like, no, I don't want to live with anyone. I just want to live by myself. It could be cheaper or it could end up costing you a fuck ton right? of money. Like, do I care about the money or do I care about my mental well-being? <laughs> like, because 
at the time, I was commuting an hour to work every day. And oh, yeah. it was like my first year teaching. So it was really stressful anyway. I did not want the stress of coming home and having to deal with any of that kind of shit. So it was like, I, was, I know I'm coming home and the house is going to be quiet. I can do whatever I want. I can walk around naked if I choose. Mm-hmm. And nobody gives a shit if I haven't done the washing up except for me. That's my bad. I'll fix it. Like, it was honestly great. There were some times where I spent two weeks not talking to another living soul. But, but I can live with that. nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sometimes, <laughs> as we have learned this yeah, year, it, it was It was always nice to, you know, take my electric card down to the corner shop and chat with the lady at the corner shop after three weeks of not seeing another human being <laughs> um but that was all the social interaction that i needed so yeah i just so glad i didn't have roommates yeah i will throw one last thing before we move on is that the dog was super cute she was a corgi Aww. but every time people would hug she would bark at them because she knew that that was like a goodbye. She didn't like it when people left. So she was like, don't hug. That means you're leaving. Oh my God. <laughs> my cat does that when me and my husband like hug each other or whatever. He'll just stand underneath us and start yelling at us. Because he's jealous as shit. It's just very, very stupid. God. Hilarious. She was cute. She was cute. But I don't like corgis anymore. Cute dogs. <laughs> yeah, I guess that that would like give you a bit of a bad taste in your mouth. Yeah, that's all I got from that situation. It was great. I did yep. end up with a few of the Enjoyable. boyfriend's video games, though. Um, so that was good. <laughs> At least I got that. That's One nice. of them is Mass Effect 3, though, so not really worth it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right, so time for our bird post. Oh, yeah, bird post. And we have another bird post from our legal advice. What is, what is with people needing legal advice about birds? I also would like to, you to keep in mind as I read this that this post is verified by the mods, so they have proof. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and it happens in Oregon, or it happened in Oregon. I accidentally created an army of crow bodyguards. Am I liable if my murder attempts murder? What? Crow bodyguards? <laughs> It's got the tag of personal injury. To make a long story short, I'm a late 20-something living in Portland, Oregon. I had a pretty intense emo-slash-goth phase as a tween that I thought I had grown out of. A couple months ago, I was watching a nature program on our local station about crows. The program mentioned that if you feed and befriend them, crows will bring you small gifts. My emo phase came back full force, and I figured that I was furloughed and had lots of time, so why not make some crow friends? My plan worked a little too well, and the resident five crows in my neighborhood have turned into an army 15 strong. At first, my neighbors didn't mind and enjoyed it. They're mostly elderly, and most were in a birdwatching club anyway. They thought the fact that I had crows following me around whenever I go outside was funny. But lately, the crows have started defending me. My neighbor came over for a socially distanced chat, me on my porch and her in my yard, and the crows started to dive bomb her. They would not stop until she left my yard. They didn't make physical contact with her, but they got very close. Am I liable if these crows injure someone since I fed them? Obviously, I can't control the crows. I would rather them not attack my neighbors, but since I technically created this nuisance, could I be financially on the hook for any injuries? To be clear, they're not aggressive 100% of the time. If just the neighbors are out there, friendly, normal crows, they only get aggressive when somebody gets close to me or my property. TLDR, I have turned into Moira Rose, Queen of the Crows. My inadvertent crow army has gotten aggressive towards others. If they hurt someone, could I be held liable? That's a good question. (laughs) Man, fuck, I want a crow army. I want my own personal murder. (laughs) That's, oh, yes. Mm, I'm feeling that, like, gothness in me just, like, swell Mm -hmm. thinking about this. I I recently, okay, so full, full disclosure, the reason why we got Switch is because now you can play Sephiroth <laughs> in Super Smash Bros. The human equivalent of a crow. Half a crow. <laughs> and Sephiroth is like my big, my big, huge gothic teen crush. I'm, I'm so into that. So now I always said as well, when I turned 30, just like Batman, I was going to dive full into my big gothic phase. <laughs> and um, that's what Bruce Wayne did when he turned 30. Look it up. <laughs> and I haven't managed to do it because of the pandemic, but now, shit. I want to murder crows. I feel like this would be really useful if you like to do walks by yourself or jogs around your neighborhood and someone starts to like bother like- you. You could just be like, fly, my pretties, fly. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this would be really useful if I was a character in an RPG, <laughs> but not in any other situation in my life so far. So uh, mm, now I'm thinking about things I can give to crows. <laughs> I mean, I'm into it. I love it. I, I would not stop 
looking after the crows. But yeah, there is, there is probably some legal ramification if the crows attack someone. I think the consensus is because she just fed them, she did not train them to actually attack people <laughs> uh, that she's fine. Not attack crows. Damn. I, I, yeah. And also, this is verified. So it's like, how... How? How? Did she take pictures of the crows? I assume she has videos. Like, if if this happened to me, I would immediately film it. <laughs> I would always be making videos of my crow friends just chilling with me. Like, do they follow? She says follows them around. So she leaves the house and the crows show up? I want to train crows to find I me money. crows. <laughs> oh, like, now I'm imagining, okay, so if you take like a quarter or a dollar... You want to train them to, you know, get both. So you put those outside right. and you put a piece of food next to it. Then eventually the crows will start to bring you money and then you put the food next to it to be like, yes, good job. Thank you. And then you take the money inside and you have just a side hustle. <laughs> Acquire crows. Question mark, question mark, question mark. Profit? Profit? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, shit. That's what I want. Okay. Did I ever tell you about my dream about the noir vampire detective no okay sometimes i have these big elaborate dreams right and I, I i really want this to be understood i did not make this up consciously this happened to me in a dream <laughs> i dreamt that i was a noir style detective called 50 his name was 50 who was also a vampire <laughs> <laughs> okay that sounds dope doesn't actually. it um and i went and i was trying to solve like supernatural murders or whatever now i'm thinking if I actually do end up like making this Fifty the Vampire Detective a, a, a story reality, can I have a character who has her own personal murder of crows? That would be badass. We just we need to add to this universe. Yeah, we have to put characters into into Fifty's universe so that maybe one day I will dream him again and find out what happens. The recurring character who visits occasionally is the woman from Arizona who contr controls who, who the owls. Who has the owls. It's just <laughs> a just big bird a... witch coven. And yes. they like contact each other through forums on the internet. Shit. The guy with I all the ducks. The duck just guy. Keeps, he just keeps trying to hang out with them and they're like, just yeah, leave. Like, no, we don't care. <laughs> ducks. Who gives a shit? What can they do? Nothing. They're fucking ducks. <laughs> My God, I want this so badly. I, I also have to tell you the reason why his name was 50. Because there had been 49 other vampires before him who had been created by the same person. So he, they called him 50. My head creates the most elaborate lore when I'm asleep. When I'm awake and I'm sitting in front of my keyboard, I'm like, hoop a doop words. You gotta take that and then make it into a, a coherent story. Mm, I'm attempting to. It does seem like your genre too. Oh yeah, it's 100% my genre. I'm into it. I'm wondering if I, if I learn how to draw good, I can make it into a good comic book. Hell yeah. Like a webcomic, so 50, cool. 50 the Vampire Detective. I, I just keep flashing back to the Bioshock Infinite crow power. Mm. We could just be like, attack it's crows. Very good, very good ability. Instead of the bees. Like the bees. <laughs> Not yeah. the bees. All good shit. Yeah, so what she needs to do is she needs to get her neighbors to feed the crows. What she needs too. to do is get herself a big black trench coat. <laughs> a duster. <laughs> a pair of fake wings. And just become crow. Just get like... Put your arms out like Jesus and have them all land on your arms with the. Duster. You just gotta lean into that now. I mean, embrace it. It's a whole thing. Long flowing <sighs> black hair. Star Purple contact lipstick. lenses. Let's do it. Mm. <laughs> Cat eye contact lenses. Very good. Oh yeah, also good. One of each. All good. <laughs> yeah, I I get this being a problem. So you maybe need to have your neighbors just feed the crows as well. Everybody. Although feed then the crows. you just might have oh like a neighborhood watch made of crows. You get like 30, 50 crows. That would be amazing. Who needs an HOA when you've got crows? <laughs> oh no. Imagine the shit though. I feel like crows aren't too bad. If they're not 50 pigeons. of them though. It's yeah, going to be a stinky yeah. street filled with crow poop. You cannot have a cat because crows will attack your cat. Oh, yeah, that would also be bad. Mm. This is sounding worse all the time. <laughs> Cora gets yelled at by crows. Yeah, well, that's because Cora is a violent, aggressive. <laughs> like, she'd be like, fight me, crows, and the crows would be like, nah. <laughs> She's a sweet baby, but she also, she rules the street, so. <laughs> I picked her up like a baby, which she hates yesterday, and <laughs> she was just sitting there for like, she stayed there for like 10 seconds, 10 long seconds. And then wow. she was like, actually, do I like this? No. And then bit my arm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is, wait, wait a second. 
Gently. <laughs> she just, she's not stupid. I would have dropped her. My pride. I was just like, okay. <laughs> Neo loves being held like a baby. He's like, mm, yeah, mm-hmm. this is very good. So there's an edit that just uh, clarifies, I did not train these birds to attack. Also, thank you for all the awards. I'm glad my stupid decisions bring you joy. Please consider donating that money to your local Audubon Society yeah, instead. Do it. And everybody in the comments is just like, yeah, Portland. <laughs> Sounds like that. Where else? Where else would this happen? <laughs> Definitely Portland. So dumb. Well, Godspeed, Crow Witch. <laughs> Meet up with the owl. Oh, the owl yeah. Witch. Man, can you imagine how cool that little neighborhood would be? Just owls and, owls guy, and crows everywhere. The guy with the penguin just like pops in occasionally. Oh, penguin like, bud. Hey. Yes. I love penguin boy. <laughs> My penguin is not useful for anything, but he's hey, cool. As I'm shit. cool to hang out with. <laughs> My penguin is just good. Duck guys like me too. No, no, ducks, <laughs> ducks useless. Penguins adorable. Uh, I found out that the translation of penguin, the literal translation translation of penguin, is business goose. <laughs> the etymology. Yep. <laughs> it's a goose yep, in a suit. That sounds right. There you go. And scene. <laughs> Okay, well, I think that's that's our day. I don't know. I feel weird because it's that nebulous time in between Christmas and New Year's. <laughs> one Who of my friends you guys will hear this. One of my friends used to call it the taint of Christmas. <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> and then we get the act go to the asshole, which yeah, is New Year's. We're living Great. in the taint right now. <laughs> Well, you can find me on Twitter <laughs> at Morgan underscore Slay. You can send us your favorite cucumber recipes mm-hmm. at r the letter u the word serious pod or you can email us your bird like crow fan art of our character oh. that we just invented or that you already had invented or both of them because you have crow lady and vampire yes. woman. anyway email us at r the letter u the word serious pod at gmail.com uh you can find me on twitter at esme underscore c underscore knows as in knows lots of things please send me extra characters for the 50 50- vampire extended universe um or you can find us on facebook the letter r slash the letter u serious podcast uh where i will not be putting any of my original ideas <laughs> do not steal tm tm copyright business goose please send me pictures of business geese this week i'd like to shout out the subreddit out of the loop which really helps me as an old person understand what the youths are talking about today on twitter or in my classes <laughs> Very helpful. Out of the loop. I love out of the loop. I will sometimes see things that I'm like, is this person... People are talking about this person and I'm like, are they dead? No. Okay, what did they do? Go to our out of the What loop. happened? Thank you. Yeah. God. <laughs> just Twitter is awful for that. Yeah, just because you don't have that many characters. You just have to tweet and assume that people know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, Pedro Pascal was trending the other day and I was like, wait, what's he done? <laughs> Shit. It's just because he's in Wonder Woman, oh. which by all accounts is a terrible movie. That's what I've heard. Um, yeah. Fuck Chris Pine. I hate Chris yeah, Pine. Yeah, he's the second worst of the Chris's. Which one is the worst? Yeah. We'll never know. <laughs> Take it to my grave. <laughs>